All right, let's have some coffee again. Uh, yeah, I'm sick. I'm sick again, because all fat people do is get sick and talk into microphones. That's all I ever do. That's it. So it's approximately 7.03 on a Saturday morning. My kid's going to be up in about mm, 15 minutes, probably. And every other fucking day this week, one in the morning, four in the morning, I'm up for two hours. Two hours. For no reason. Long enough to watch a terrible movie. And uh, today, I th- like last night, I thought, fuck, if I get up at four, I'm just going to get up. I'll record like a two-hour podcast, make use of this terrible insomnia. And then, of course, today I wake up, oh, 6.47. Okay, well, looks like you're not getting a long show then, doesn't it? Doesn't it look like that? So I'll tell you, I want a nap this afternoon. I'm going to choose a nap over you guys today. So having said that, having said that. Okay, I'm going to do um, basically what I need to talk about first because I'm assuming we're going to get interrupted because that's our lives, right? We just try to get together. We try to have a few tender moments together and then my kid wakes up and ruins everything. But I think that's every parent's life, really. Um, so I go to pick my kid up from daycare yesterday and usually when the daycare worker comes um, with my child, something has happened. Good, bad, indifferent. Something has happened. And uh, this time... She's like, oh, hi. And I was like, oh, no, what happened? And she's like, oh, no, no, nothing. Because that's the kind of person I am. And uh, she's like, well, there's a little boy here, Timmy, which isn't his real name, but whatever. And uh, she's like, Timmy and, and Malcolm are just, they're inseparable. They have such a good time together. And all Timmy can talk about to his mom is a play date. And um, she's like, would it be okay if I gave Timmy's mom your number to set up a play date for them outside of daycare? And... pardon me my reaction was to step back I think four or five steps and I was like like a like a play date what is that and she's like well you know they they get together they'll do an activity they'll go to someone's house and they'll just play and I was like okay um I I looked at her and I said I'm I'm socially inept like you you realize that from our interactions that I'm something's wrong, right? Like I'm just awkward and a little bit weird. And she starts laughing. I was like, can you give her Sarah's number instead of my number? Sure. No problem. I was like, okay, well maybe give her both. Cause Sarah doesn't answer her phone. She doesn't return, return texts. Like some guy hit her car, I think a year ago, like just minor stuff, but he's like left her a message. She just didn't do anything about it. She just didn't call him back. It was just a few scratches, but he was willing to pay to have it fixed because he fucked it up. And she just Never did anything about it. So I told her to give both our numbers just in case. And this has given me a tremendous amount of anxiety. Because in a way, it's not just a play date for the kids. It's a mom date. Because I'm not leaving my kid at someone's house who I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we're at daycare together. But I'm sure in a group of about 40 or 50 kids that one of those parents is an alcoholic. And one of those parents is just a little too weird to be alone with my kid. So, yeah, I'm a little hesitant to leave him at a stranger's house. So this will be essentially a mom date as well. And on this show, I always talk about... Sorry, great time to do a show. Stuffy nose and a bit cunty. Um, I always talk about on the show which one of us is the man, like Sarah or I is the man. And in this situation, I feel, because it benefits me... That I am the dad. I'm the man here. Why? Why could I possibly? Because Sarah is a professional. She works in a professional environment. I can work in an environment where I meow. 
as a coping mechanism. Like, that's where I work, okay? We're inappropriate, we're blue-collar, we swear a lot. I sexually harass a 60-plus-year-old woman on a daily basis, and it's all laughed off. Now, if you did that at Sarah's work, you'd you'd probably end up at... Um, I don't want to say a jail or a police station, but you'd get you'd get up and you'd go to a meeting. You know, they'd have a meeting. There would be some type of official documentation. There would be a treasurer of this meeting. Someone would be taking notes. Someone would be taking the minutes. And meanwhile, at my work, I can scream about my ovaries. I can yell about how, how I have cramps. It's just different. I'm a different person in a different ballgame entirely. So I feel that Sarah should go because she's more um, folksy. She can go... 17 minutes without swearing, I really feel like she's the one to go to this. And I also feel that I have nothing in common with the average mom. Like, I don't even know where to start. It's almost like we're forced into a blind date, I feel like. Like a, like a, like a blind mom date. Hey, let's, let's get together so our kids can play. Oh, and what the fuck are we going to do for that hour and a half? Can we sit here quietly and play on our phones? Because I'd like to do that. I mean, if we could do that, that'd be fine. But I mean, here's how it would go, right? <clears throat> you be the, the other woman and I'll be me. Hi. How are you? Oh, good, 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 good. Oh, this is your son. Isn't he handsome? Wow, that's what a normal-sized head looks like on a two-year-old's body. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, off they go. All right. Well, have fun, guys. We're just, uh, we'll be here. We're gonna, we're gonna be here on this bench. Uh, yeah, they're gone. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I have a vagina and you as well must have a vagina. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to tell me your labor story? Oh, wow. No drugs, eh? Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, he just slid right out, you say. Wow. Six hours? Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Oh, mine? Oh, we don't need to. We don't need to talk about mine. No, that's good. Actually, maybe we should talk about it. That would eat up an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll talk about it. Sure. And then after that, we'd either be soulmates or mortal enemies. Enemies. <laughs> anyway, so I don't know. And like the other thing, I didn't think about it till I got into the car because I saw the director on the way out too. And she's like telling me, oh, yes, they're going to be such good friends. That Timmy is such a nice little boy. They're going to get along well. And I was like, so what do we do? And she's like, well, do you want to go to their house? They can go to your house. And I'm, I'm like, well, what's Timmy like? I'm like, can Timmy just go to a house by himself? Because I said, I don't think Malcolm can. He's kind of like a, he's a mommy and mama's boy. You know, he's a, he's a mama's boy times two to the second power. You know what I mean? Squared? Is that squared? Shit. I don't know. Ah. I should look that up. Eh, whatever. Yeah, squared, right? To the second power? Is that squared? Or is that four? Square has four sides. I don't know. You know what? Somebody quick, somebody take note of this. Write this down. Take the minute down. And then don't contact me about it because I don't care if I'm wrong. Okay? Deal. Okay. And the other question I was going to... Anyway, she was telling me Timmy's a good kid and I'm just... I just don't... I feel weird about leaving my kid at someone else's house. Like, this isn't the 80s anymore. There, who knows what the fuck is going on in there? I just, I mean, I know I'm so crazy and everything. And, uh, whatever. And the other thing I'm, I'm thinking about is, does this woman know that we're a gay couple? Because that really weirds some people out. And I don't agree with it. 
I don't think it's right that it's, you know, gets weird, weird people, but who knows? She could be like fucking praising Jesus really, really hard and not know that we're gay. And she might get there and be like, oh, so what's your husband's name? What does he do? And uh, Sarah's real name is unisex. So I could just say um, her name and not mention that we're a gay couple if I wanted to, if I wanted to. Because sometimes it's just easier with like virtual strangers that I probably will not ever see again to just do that. But this woman I'm going to see regularly. So n now what do I do? Do I go to the daycare lady and say, um, does she know that Malcolm has two moms? Because like, at least then it won't be as awkward because we'll, I mean, if we're sitting on a bench, she's like, oh, you mean you don't have a husband? Oh, you mean, oh, you, he has two moms. How does that work? Like, I don't want to have that conversation. And I was talking to this guy I work with and he's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know you. I didn't, I didn't uh, think you were gay when I first met you. I'm so sorry. Like, I assumed you were married. I thought you had a husband or something. And uh, I said, well, in your defense, dude, I was pregnant. And the odds of finding a pregnant lesbian, I don't know. In this city, it's got to be one to 100,000, maybe. Like, yeah, that's the hardest lesbian to spot is the pregnant one. No one will think it. No one did thunk it, I'm sure. Uh, so who knows? Lesbian play date. Uh, okay. And then the other thing is, like, is she going to think I'm hitting on her? What if she's, like, freakishly attractive? I really should not be the one to go to this. Can we just, okay, I'm going to put up a poll and I want you guys to vote, even though I don't know how to put up polls, but on the change of address Facebook page, could you just like insist that she be the one to go to save us all? Or you're going to be cunts and think I should go just because of the funny story. Ah, fuck you guys. Fuck you guys, man. You're not making this choice. You're not. It's not going to happen. Hang on. Oh, I'm so sick. <clears throat> Pardon me. Okay, the next Malcolm-related issue is um, I have dreamt or dreaded, whatever, my entire life about being a soccer mom. It's what I've recently and, you know, quite a few years ago dreaded and loved the idea of I want to be a soccer mom. I want to be a too tight clothes-wearing Overly styled hair toting, leopard everything, too tanned, shitty attitude, getting drunk out of my travel thermos filled with vodka. Soccer mom. And I think I meet the criteria. I can make this work. I have a lot of clothes that used to fit that don't really fit anymore that I could wear. I mean, that's the one thing I have in my once upon a time closet I could make ever work is to be the role to portray the role of a soccer mom. So I'm psyched about this. Like, I think it's going to be so funny. And I've known a lot of people before put the kids in soccer. And yeah, you know, he's three. He's not going to get it. Okay. Although my kid, I don't know, he can be really aggressive and bossy sometimes. So maybe he will get it and he'll be the star player. And just because you know what, we're waking up at five every fucking day. He's going to run laps. We're going to do drills. He's going to be the best fucking soccer player in the entire league of three-year-olds. I mean, considering most of them will be picking dandelions, I don't think this is going to be a terrible feat. But I mean, if he commits, we're doing it 110%. Okay, because I have one speed, kick ass, and him too. Because the second he wakes up, it's like someone has been smoking meth with him all fucking night long. Like he gets up and he's just like, remember when Apu had been up at the Quickie Mart on The Simpsons for like eight days? 
and he was just basically a hummingbird. That's what my kid's like when he wakes up. He's just like, mama, mama this, mama that. Oh, what should we do? Let's go downstairs. Can we watch a video? I want to have Fruit Loops, no milk, but maybe I'll have Fruit Loops with milk. And then can I have a yogurt? I want a banana. It's like, oh my God, like how long have you been awake? Have you just been laying there thinking about this? Anyway, so I call my mom and I'm like, hey, because uh, she's Italian, you know, I thought she might like this. I'm like, hey, we're going to put uh, Malcolm in soccer this summer. Oh my God, why? Why are you going to put him in soccer? He's going to fall and break his head open. What are you thinking? That's not a good thing to do to a baby. And I'm like, yeah, ma, I'm going to put him in a helmet. That way if he falls in the grass, he won't fucking break his head open. And then I hung up on her. Because I was like, you know what? Fuck off. Like my whole life, this is what she said to me. She'll find one ridiculous negative thing to try and scare me out of doing something. My whole life. Even as a kid. And I realized when she did that to Malcolm, I was like, fuck, you know? Like I thought to myself, what could I have been with a little bit of encouragement? Like a little bit of, oh yes, try. Not, oh no, don't do that. You're going to get raped. Someone's going to try and kill you. Don't go there. Don't do that. Like, fuck, who the fuck knows what I could have been? And I'm not trying to shit on my mom because I mean, look at how she grew up, up, right? Like I'm sure instead of being warned, she got beaten in the back of the head with a frying pan. Did I ever tell you the story? I think I did, but I'll tell you quick. Of when she was a little girl, dirt poor, she had made a little doll out of an old rag and she sat too close to the fire and the doll rag um caught on fire and her mom had to stamp it out and then she slapped her it's like oh you know i get it yeah i remember you remember that from your youth yeah okay i understand now i understand because doesn't that really sum up (laughs) who she is as a person that event really and okay so i drew the short straw i guess and um my mom can't reach her toes and she's diabetic so i cut her toenails usually but every once in a while i i just don't and I assume my sister will do it that my mom will ask my sister and I am apparently quite wrong so she's like oh she's like come and cut my toenails they look like I've been dead for like eight years and I went and looked and I was like oh my god like why didn't you ask me sooner she's like you haven't cut them since since, since September and I said you you haven't asked like usually she'll ask me and I'll just do it because it doesn't take very long and one time um I was cutting them and you know, look, my mom's old. Sometimes she doesn't quite make it to the bathroom on time. She has a little bit of a pee, winds up on the floor. She may inadvertently step on it. Like, she doesn't have pristine toes. You know what I mean? She just uh, can't really reach down there to scrub. Just gets whatever water splashes on them while she's in the shower. And in the summer, she hoses them off. But not much scrubbing going on down there. Do you know what I mean? So one time, I'm cutting her toenails with hedge clippers and... I went to say something and part of her big toenail flew directly in my mouth on my tongue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry I did that to you. Mark, I'm sorry. Don't throw up on your keyboard. I'm really sorry I did that to you too. I think I've made Mark almost throw up about three or four times now. And one of them was when I was describing my luscious, sensual upper body. Mostly my saggy, droopy, stretch-marked loosely skinned stomach um so that happened and the reason i'm telling that story is because i want to tell you what happened uh last week i go there blah 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 my niece is there we're all kind of joking around my mom's like cut my toenails yada yada they're like crazy long like really long like one of them was has almost curled under like those crazy black ladies that do that grow their nails really long it was like it was really fucked up like she must have clicked when she walked like a dog on the on the tile 
I was like, oh my God, why didn't you tell me sooner? I haven't cut them since September, blah, blah, blah. So I get, I'm all poised. I'm ready to go. And I look at my niece and I'm like, I'm like, hey, remember that time that, that Nan's toenail landed in my mouth and we start laughing about it. And then my first snip, that toenail was so dry, it exploded into dust. And I was like so shocked by the explosion that I did this. And all of that toenail dust went into my throat. Into my throat. So uh, it burned. It was like, I felt like I had cracked open a mummy shell, like the a sarcophagus and all of that the essence of that person went into my body so if I start speaking in Italian and uh guilt tripping you guys and um warning you about things that really aren't terrifying and trying to control you that way it's because the spirit of my mom her toenail energy has entered my body or I may have superpowers maybe my guilt my superpower will be guilting you into whatever the fuck I want what do you think of that I mean, that could be yeah yeah, so I either have embodied my mom's toenail-related spirit or I'll become a super Catholic guilt woman. She's super Catholic guilt woman, able to undo you in one sentence. Really great, really great, yeah. So yeah, that's my story. Um, those are my two real big stories that I have. I have one more since my kid's not awake yet, and I will put a segment in here. I just hate, I feel like it's kind of like shitty to put a segment in right at the end and just not acknowledge it. So I might not put any segment, or if I have time, I will play one. But you know, then I have to listen to it, and then I feel I should comment on it. But maybe people don't want my fucking comments. I don't know. No one's really said anything. But I have these segments that I really should use, but I'm just holding on to them because I don't know why, really. I should just let them go and not comment on them if I don't have time. Maybe that's what I'll do. And it's not like a personal offense, but maybe... Your segment stands alone and doesn't need my comments. Maybe. Probably. Okay. Because time is of the essence. Um, when we were in Victoria, we're... Okay, we get through security. I have to go in... I've been specially selected to, to either get a pat down by a female... Um, what do you call... A TSA worker. I don't know what they call them in Canada. But the undereducated and overly badged... Um, employees of the airport <clears throat> so this guy goes oh I need you to stop for a second and I was like okay right is this the heroin in my ass that you're after is that what you're looking for and uh, he he's like you're gonna have to get you've been specially selected you're gonna have to either go for a pat down or get into this machine and I was like oh and I look at the woman who's to pat me down and I'm like I'll take the machine so he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, I'd love to get in that machine. Let's see. How do you do it? What do you do? What happens? And he's like looking at me and he's like, I don't think I've ever seen anyone this excited to get in a machine. And I was like, yeah, of course I want to do this. I see this on the news all the time. So I get up there and he's like, he's like, okay, just stand in there. And I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? And he's looking at me because I'm a little too excited. And he's like, okay, you put your arms up in the air. And I'm like, I'm sweaty. Is that a good thing? He's like, probably not. And uh, I put my arms up like the thing says and this thing it's like you're in like a weird um uh, i don't know how to describe it like a tube you're like in a tube kind of x-ray machine thing but not really i guess and i really hope they didn't get like a oh they must have gotten some outprint outline of my body to make sure i didn't have anything on me right didn't have anything shoved in my vagina oh my kid's awake fuck and uh quick 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 i get out of there and he's like, we're still going to have to pat you down in one area. She is just going to touch you. And it was like by my inner thigh. And she goes to touch me. And I'm like, she pats me a few times. And I'm like, you better be taking me out for dinner after this, right? 
<laughs> You're so funny. Yeah, real funny. Real funny. Okay, I'll have... Oh, damn it. Damn it. Okay, you know what? I'm going to put you guys on pause and uh, maybe I'll get back to this or maybe I'll just put this out. So, um, shit. Change of address 69 at gmail.com if you want to contribute. We can be friends on Facebook, Sandra D. Sanchez. You can find me on Twitter. You can like the Change of Address Facebook page. Find us on Stitcher. I will put out another show because this one's way too short. And that's it. Bye. What else are you going to do today? Oh, no. Nothing? No. You're very chatty. I what do you want? want? To, I want a video.